Hey, bestie, I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to Staying Inspired. I'm your hype woman and host, Amanda Yoa, and my jam is inspiring the glass ceiling breakers, the bold move makers, the best life living women in the making. This is the hottest place for empowerment, real conversation, inspiration, humor, and tools for you to up-level your life and make some bold moves in that main character energy. So now that you're here, grab some snacks, sit back, and let's get into it. Hey, girlfriends, welcome back to another episode of Staying Inspired. I'm your hype woman and host, Amanda Yoa. Today with me, I have the amazing, the beautiful, the lovely Ashley Cullen. Ashley is a leader of model citizen, a model with over 10 plus years in the modeling industry, anti-bullying empowerment mentor, and a former industry leading product marketer. Ashley helps the internally and externally bullied reframe their mindset to fortify self-love and inner peace in times of life challenges to keep moving forward with confidence. Ashley, it is so lovely to have you. How are you? I'm doing great, Amanda. It's so good to be here, beautiful. Thank you so much. I love your podcast. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I, I you know, it's it's been a growth process and I'm here for it. And, um, you know, I just, it's, um, it's something that I really like to pour into people, you know, especially when it comes to starting something new. You know, like I, I've been at this, this is the second season of Staying Inspired. I've had name changes. I've had you know, flow of the podcast changes, but you know, all in all, I just, I really like to get forward or, you know, put out there to people, just start whatever it is that you have on your heart that you want to do. Just start, just make it messy. Do it scared. As I always say, because that's what I did. I have my day one episode, which I always tell people is like a train wreck. I just go on a rant for like 25 minutes, but you know, it shows, it shows the progression. It shows the growth. So I don't think I'll ever remove that, but I'm, you know, I love, I love being able to connect with wonderful people like yourself. I can't wait for this conversation today. Before we dig in, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, the Freshworks of Fort Richmond for all our Philly peeps and visitors to the city. This spot is a must visit. Dive into their legendary Philly cheesesteaks crafted with their freshly baked bread. Mwah. Mouth-watering wings and those irresistible hoagies stacked with the freshest meat. Yes, I said hoagies. We don't call them subs here in Philly. <laughs> Step up your Philly foodie experience and stop by the Freshworks. Mention us when you visit for a special treat. Check them out on their Instagram. It's in the episode description below. So there we have it. All right, let's dig in. Girl, I want to say before we move on, though, I am so grateful for your podcast because just like you're saying, to see that progression, you have to start somewhere. And for me, I'm at the beginning of starting my podcast. And when you're new to starting anything, it can be overwhelming and it can lower your confidence because you have that degree of lack of certainty that's now in there. So being able to see you do it and how amazingly you do it. And it's not just, you know, your consistency and your branding, but really the energy you give is really empowering to women like myself, small business entrepreneur. So I just got to give you your flowers, girl. I'm grateful for all the hard work you put in. It really pays off. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I receive that. And it's, you know, it can be really hard to get started. And, 
you know, I think as, as entrepreneurs and, and small business owners or even, you know, larger business owners, we always hold ourselves to a, a, a stature of, you know, having it to look beautiful and perfect. And a lot of times that can really hold us back. So, you know, I'm all about just embracing the journey and just doing it. And, you know, cause that's where we gain, that's where we learn and that's where we gain our wisdom in the game, you know, so you got to start somewhere. So I'm looking forward and I cannot wait to hear your first episode, but I want to dive into um, our first topic today, which is, you know, from bully to badass. I want to ask you, how did you start your journey? How did you start your journey in the modeling industry? And, and how did it shape your perspective on self-image and self-worth? That is a fantastic question. What, what got me started in modeling was the bullying aspect. I was bullied in school based on how I look because I'm an ectomorph. I just don't gain fat like the average person. And I heard about it a lot every day for about two years, uh, my ninth and 10th grade in high school. And for the longest time, one experience stood out to me in particular. And that was one time I was in the cafeteria line and a group of girls was standing behind me and had made comments about my appearance. And I had that, I had that confidence and, you know, the words to say, to stand up for myself. But then when I turned around, I felt like if I voiced up, then I would get attacked. And so I just forced myself to stay quiet in that time. And it was that experience that I felt like, you know what, I'm a good person. I didn't do anything wrong. And here I am being mistreated for no reason. And it was like, you know what, I, I want to make sure that this kind of thing doesn't happen to good people. And it was my mission to go into the modeling industry to push myself to that confidence to see what it took to take that criticism and to keep pushing forward to believe in yourself to you know um, make your empire regardless of what other people say if they support you or if they don't support you so that I could turn around and help others be able to find that for themselves because uh, not everybody's able to do that on their own you know so uh, and then it was in my journey in the modeling industry that I learned that what makes somebody beautiful it's not about what you look like it's your self-love it's your confidence it's your personality that when you own it that you say this is my unique canvas right and i am grateful for it i you know treat it well as i deserve to be treated that's what makes somebody stand out. That's what makes somebody a role model. It makes you eye-catching. Um, you can have a look alone, and without those things, you don't make a good model. It's not about what you look like. It's about what you bring to a set. And knowing that that's a component that's on the inside that everybody's capable of, it was like, man, I, I have to get this message out there because so many people on the outside misunderstand the modeling industry or they can have negative experiences with it 
but being able to use the fashion industry to build confidence in other body types, man, powerful, powerful life lessons for sure. I love that. I want to back up a little bit because I know you had said like your bullying experience in school led you to doing what you were doing. Um, but before that, I'm sure there there was probably something like you had mentioned, you know, having that breakthrough moment where you realize that, you know, those things that people are are kind of like, you know, pointing the finger and um, in a negative light is really your uniqueness and your beauty. So I was wondering, you know, did was there ever a moment where you took on what other people were saying and made it yours and you know, as a form of internal bullying, did you ever experience that? And how did you combat that and overcome? Great question. So I initially did, you know, it was one of those things where this happened at a time in my life where, you know, youth is just developing, like you are coming into your own as a young adult, and you want to be seen as attractive. And Every day for two years, I was told by people that don't even know me that your body is essentially, you know, in other words, <laughs> your body's so offensive that, you know, people you don't even know have to stop you and say, well, what's wrong with you? And I used to be a lot stronger on the inside before this happened. And then after experiencing that, like it kind of beat me down and along with my stepmom telling me to uh, wear baggy clothes. Like if you wear baggy clothes and keep yourself covered up, then you won't get bullied as much, which is essentially saying, yeah, your body's the problem. That's what you need to change. And so I resonated with that for a long time. And I would do the things that people would advise me to do. They would say, oh, if you go home and you eat, you know, a tub of ice cream and sit on the couch, then you'll gain weight. And they'll tell me things that work for them because they have, you know, perhaps a mesomorph or endomorph body type. But, you know, not understanding that at my age, I, I did make it my own. But what I came to realize over time after I grew out of that, um, and how did I? That was the other question. Um, it took it took it took a lot when I was when I was in the modeling industry. Here's what one of the big things it was that when I would go to the set, I would point out some of my things. Like, so for instance, my nose is really big. I, I don't mean really big, but so it's big. And when I look this way, you get broadside of the barn. And when I go this way, then it looks a little bit more straight, <laughs> which is why I tend to sit a little bit angled this way. But what I realized is that uniqueness that I used to always think, oh, I'm going to get a nose job at some point. Um, what I realized is in the, in the industry, that made me an asset because I have, I have an avant-garde nose and then I have like a high fashion nose, you know? So, you know, when you own it, because who wants to be average? The things that people pick on us for, it's just because it's not average. And what is, you know, like, what is the standard, really? You know, it's, I think it's, like you said, 
it, it's learning to love yourself and realizing that we're all unique and there's really nothing in the grand scheme of things, we shouldn't be comparing ourselves to anybody because we all bring something different and beautiful to the table, you know? And I know like in my own journey of, you know, I'm certainly not a model, but, <laughs> but, you know, just in my journey of my this own. This is only 10% of modeling. I can't fit into most kinds of modeling is another misconception, girl. You have so many categories you could go in. <laughs> right, exactly. But, you know, like for myself, you know, image journey, it was really embracing that, you know, knowing like, why am I comparing? I don't know what that person over there says about themselves every single day. They could be looking at themselves in the mirror and, and, and picking themselves apart. So, you know, I'm doing myself a disservice at the end of the day, comparing myself, you know, it's, it's, I got to pour into myself and I have to realize I was given this body for a purpose and I'm here, I'm here for it. So, you know, I love that you shared that. And I, I wanted to like really talk about, um, in terms of, you know, practical steps for someone looking to, to fortify that self love, that inner peace, especially in challenging times. Could you share something that maybe helped you along the way? Um, for someone looking to really step in for that self acceptance and, you know, when it comes to that version of themselves that they see in the mirror. Ooh, I love that. And I can take that in a couple different directions. Um, should we go into Vogue or a shorter option? Okay. So, <laughs> so one of those things that I did was, um, okay. So, when we're at a point of feeling down about ourselves, um, whether it's because we're listening to other people's misguided negative opinions about us, or uh, if we are looking at others and comparing ourselves and making ourselves feel bad, what's happening is we're experiencing a lack of understanding with our self-worth and appreciation for our uniqueness. So. When you understand it, a couple different things. When you understand that we are all made intentionally to look as we do, that's not a mistake. You look around at everybody, we have the same body parts, and yet we look very distinctly different. So the way you look is for a reason, and the things that we experience are for a reason. It helps to make us better, faster, stronger. You know, we're, we're better because of it. And so when you lean into it with gratitude, you don't feel like you are um, less than because you've experienced this or because you um, have this amount of weight or whatever it might be, you understand that when you, when you, uh, when you accept both of these aspects with, you know, self-love and confidence and just say, you know what, we're not all the same. We're apples and oranges. And this is what, what my golden ticket looks like and it's supposed to look different from others it's perfect this is perfectly 
equal to this, you know, and they're both different and that's good. That's okay. You know, you're able to accept the what is so and move forward in a place of love instead of coming from a place of uh, hate or fear or, you know, these other things that keep you feeling like you have a roof over your head. Amanda, that's why we need you to help us like break through, girl. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love that. And I, you know, I think another, what, and it goes along with what you said too, just like accepting is realizing and being mindful to what you, what you really say to yourself, you know, and it's like, we so easily like to bring ourselves down because I think it's like a trend for so many, you know, of us, especially women to compare ourselves to that image in the magazine and, you know, we pick ourselves apart. So it's really being mindful in those moments that it's okay. Like you can have a goal. Like right now I have a goal to lose like 15 pounds, right? And that's fine. But I, in my life, when I've always seen forward momentum was when I was able to accept, like you said, but also be mindful to what I was telling myself and come from a place of love and acceptance because we can accept ourselves, but also beat ourselves up at the same time. And that really takes us nowhere. So it's like learning to accept yourself, but also pour into yourself the things that you need and come from a place of love. You know, it doesn't matter what you've been through, what you look like, you know, come from a place of love and acceptance. And that's where you will see that shift in your life. So I think those two things go together hand in hand for sure. I wanted to touch on what you said. You mentioned that you're only a a specific genre of the modeling industry and you have this model quality. So how do you define model quality in an industry that has often been criticized for having a narrow definition of beauty? There are some people, um, designers, producers, there are certain people in the industry that prefer a certain look or communicate a certain way. Um, so, um, so it is understandable that some people could have had a bad experience. I have made friends with so many models in the experience, in the industry, and we all have our own kind of understanding of how it works because of how we internalize things on top of it. But um, when it comes to what modeling is, going back to the most basic definition of a model, that's, you know, somebody, it's like a small version. It's like an example of the group, you know, like a model house or um, it's, somebody or something that holds a space for an artist to draw you know it's it's a a human-shaped placeholder is what it is at the at the most basic and then you have a lot of different kinds of modeling so my build is only high fashion that's the only area of modeling that has specific uh numbers for the most part that's measurement and height and that's a whole different story of of like why that's a beautiful beautiful thing i have a video on that but um but that's only like 10 percent. i with with my build i don't fit into the other areas like lifestyle and commercial not so much because those ones require models that have a relatable look 
Um, so lifestyle is think about a wedding venue promoting their venue. You'll have um, humans in the background somewhere not being the main focus, but just to show these are the kind of people that come to this type of place. So you want the consumer to see the print and feel like they can relate to it. So they want to come to this venue. Um, so that's the purpose of lifestyle. And then you have commercial modeling who also has to be relatable to the average person. Um, because think about Target. When you go into a Target superstore, then you see the uh, promotional materials in the different departments indicating, you know, women's clothes or this or that. And so it's that promotional piece. So when people walk in, they can kind of find somebody that they can relate to, that they feel like, oh, yeah, this is kind of like my brand, kind of my style. So uh, and then there's so many others like movie extras is another one and um, brand ambassador work. It's just about having a good, positive personality that you can talk to people and make them feel good and represent brands and make them look good. Do you think it really just goes back to like the consumer or an aspiring, like say if somebody's listening and they, you know, wanted to get into modeling, but, you know, having that narrow definition of what they think modeling is, do you really just think it's just as a consumer, as a, a an aspiring model, we're just not doing our homework and realizing the vast opportunities in the modeling industry that there are. And in reality, it goes back to what we were talking about, embracing your uniqueness and, you know, bringing that to the table in, in terms of this is my brand. How can I make this work in the modeling world? Yeah, absolutely. And so there are um, a lot of so I'm on uh, a lot of casting websites, for example. And so I get emails all the time about different opportunities that are in the area and you know, I was about to put those out there and let me know your thoughts. I still can, um, a couple reputable ones, but for me, when it comes to, when I'm, when I'm mentoring models, then I don't like to automatically give them, this is the, the place to go because your self-love and confidence has to be, you know, really stable. In my opinion, in my experience, from whether it's bullying, modeling, and seeing other people's experiences too. You have to have um, the right kind of mindset to go through the industry and maintain your self-love and confidence because regardless of what you get in the industry, if you come out with incredibly low self-love and confidence, it doesn't matter. You know, like that. this is not more important than mental health at all and i hope everybody heard that this is not more important than your mental health my love so it's important to um, have the right um, understanding and value of your self-love and know that you are a unique diamond you look the way you do for a reason and when you go um, and put yourself out there if you get no's it's not saying you're not good enough you're not pretty enough you're not you know, skinny enough. It's not any of those things. Yeah, the the um, art director might have a certain vision in mind, um, but it's just, it's not saying you're not good enough. It's just like, I have this painting in my, like a stencil in my mind. Do you fit in this stencil? Do you fit in this stencil? 
you're perfectly fine. There are there are other jobs that you will be so perfect for. So like taking one, like I don't, yeah, I have all of this, but there are plenty of roles that I'm not a good fit for. So don't put that kind of, um, you know, emotion on the nose that you get. So it's just a whole thing. It's a whole thing that I, I got to make sure that your inner work is right because this isn't, it's not more important for sure. Right. I love that. And, you know, to wrap that up, it's like, you know, in terms of getting ourselves caught up in that, you know, with the bullying, bringing it back to the bullying, you know, we can sometimes be our, our worst critic. I know this from experience, you know, so it's like you said, I think what you said can go far expanded than just the modeling industry. It's just knowing that there is unique opportunity out there for everybody. Don't beat yourself up because, you know, something that you thought was going to work out a certain way didn't work out. You know, I always say trust the pivots of life, you know, and know that everything is happening for you. So I think that is so beautiful. I really wanted to dive in to the branding aspect, you know, in your experience, what are the most common branding challenges, you know, uh, whether it's in the modeling industry or just any industry in general? uh, What are the most common branding challenges faced specifically by women entrepreneurs or or professionals? I'm going to keep it more in general. I like to more so focus my uh, work on the general population, helping everybody feel model quality in your skin. Um, although those going through the industry and like actively putting themselves through it certainly need it as well. But um, being also a $6.6 billion global industry leading product marketer, I worked for um, an organization in lottery products. And really what's important is making sure that your brand connects with your audience and ties in with your partners, your anticipated partners. So to make sure that as you're building your brand, you're positioning it somewhere that you first understand your consumer base and you know what is the benefit that you are uniquely bringing them, how to incorporate that into your branding in a way that not just appeals to the eye, but maybe to the heart as well, or, you know, it has some kind of synergy to it. So you kind of feel the brand to kind of get that interest to dig in further. And what in their world is on the level that you are trying to get to? What do they see as aspirational already? And then kind of understanding their general appearance like what is there is there any kind of theme that i'm seeing and developing it around that so you align with what they're already looking for or maybe improve bah, 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 bah. Um, and from there you go into yourself what is your uniqueness what is the change that you are looking to bring these people what do they get out of it so for model cities and for example i and hopefully we'll have like a logo somewhere 
to show you. Um, but what I do is, you know, I bring people of all color, shapes, sizes, heights, builds, ages, that confidence to feel your best. So I picked a skin tone that all skin colors can relate to in some way. I picked a soothing color because I want them to feel soothed and at ease. Um, I picked um, black and white to stay consistent with the line of brands, the aspirational brands in my um, vision. And, um, and then put it together in a way that aligned with partners and high end. So people would understand the quality I bring is, is top shelf and highly valuable. And, um, yeah. And, and then fortunately it worked out with the fonts that I picked to have this empowered stance in directly in the middle of it. I was going to wear the t-shirt, but then it was like, there's already so many words. <laughs> I didn't want to get too crazy. I love that. No, I love that. I think it's, you know, for my, my branding uh, journey was one of many colors and color palettes <laughs> and, you know, it just came from, for me and what I do, I think I kind of went through a phase of showing up for, which, you know, to it to an extent, you do have to show up for everyone else, right? I have a community. But at the end of the day, it was, uh, it became extremely difficult to show up because I was like doing everything that I felt I, everyone else wanted me to do. And I lost myself in that process. So I think for like self-branding, for me, it was like just bringing myself to the table and knowing like what I as a woman love and resonate with and knowing that like other women will resonate with that as well. And knowing at the end of the day that you're not for everybody. And I feel like when you try to be for everybody, you kind of like, lose your message, you lose your brand. So, you know, for me, it was like live, living along that journey and that process of finding what I liked, what I felt would appeal to women of my community and really getting like very specific on my community, I think was a thing that was missing in my equation. Getting very specific on who I was speaking to. And when I, when you have that specificity, is that a word? Speci I don't know. Specificity. You could say it. Uh, when you have that, you know, it becomes a lot easier to build your brand and your message that goes along with it. So I, I really love that. And I wanted to ask before we wrap up, what steps can women take to ensure their personal brand genuinely represents their values and aspirations? Um, I'm going to answer that. And I first want to say that um, we look like human beings and because we look like human beings, then that's what we tend to use to create our understanding of each other and ourself. But it's really important to understand that we're actually energetic beings. And when you heighten that vibration of your energy and you're just positive, then other people feel positive. And, you know, same thing when you're, like in a bad mood or if you're being negative, 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 then other people like get down in a funk. 
So regardless of what you look like, it doesn't matter. You're supposed to be unique. You're supposed to look the way you do, you know, so love that first and foremost, but focus on your energy, focus on giving yourself the life that you deserve and, you know, truly being happy because when you say, you know what, this is what I look like, this is who I am. And you know what? I'm awesome. I'm a good person. I'm going to turn that quality of life up. I'm going to take care of myself. You know, after you understand the what is so, then yeah, I'm going to take care of myself because I deserve it because I'm awesome. And that gives you that goal, what you were talking about. It's absolutely great to have a goal of what you want to achieve, whether it's to gain weight or lose weight, whatever it is, you know, always seek to keep improving. So when you come from a place of a positive energy, you focus on that positive energy that takes you a lot further than, you know, doing something you don't like because you hate yourself. You know, it's only a matter of time before you give up and say, you know, well, the the escape that makes me feel better is eating bad food that's actually causing the problem, you know? So, so anyway, so there's that. And now for the, the actual question. <laughs> so, I love you. <laughs> I love you too. Girl, look at us. You're just amazing. I know. So are you. Go ahead. So, um, so something that women can do. First of all, my love, please be clear on who you are. Be clear on your boundaries. What, um, what is important to you? Ooh, here's the question. Here's your homework to everybody listening. Please, 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 pen and paper, write down what is your legacy. And I want you to get very clear on that because what we do is we get caught up on a day to day basis and we focus on, um, what uh, what the kids need today or, or how my boss was to me today, or I got to do groceries. I got to do this, that, and, you know, all kinds of things. And we lose track of what means, like, what do we want to get out of our life? And it's not selfish. I'm not saying to don't care about those things, but just remind yourself of what is your legacy? What do you want to create in life? What is the change that you want people to remember you for? And once you're clear on that legacy, then get clear on your boundaries, on your goals and 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 stay consistent with that. It's it's one of those things where in the modeling industry, something that I got better at was being able to take a no. And one thing that I still struggle with is being able to give a no. So really be sure that once you're clear on who you are, that you respect yourself, you respect your boundaries, no matter how appetizing something is, if it's not fit, it's, if it's not fitting in and in alignment with your goals and what you're trying to achieve, then maybe table it, put it to the side, um, or, or give it a straight up. No, you know, you can do what I can do. <laughs> You're helping each other. So, um, yeah. And um, it's, I want to say that I'm so proud of you, like leaning into your uniqueness, any of anybody listening that is wanting to start their own brand and whatever that might be, whether it's just your personal brand and improving your appearance or, or what you're doing for yourself, or if it's for a business, you know, pursuing your creativity and seeing what you can accomplish in life. 
I am so proud of you for leaning into that uniqueness. Don't be worried if it's so different from what everybody else is doing. The, the setup of my business, it's not here. I need to have like a model cities inside somewhere here. Um, but you know, oh dang, what was I saying? It was something about my business, but, um, but yeah, um, I'm just, I'm so proud of you. Oh, the, that's what it was. Oh, um, the, the, um, setup of my business, the way that it's all like structured is not common. I feel like I just made it up from the ground up to see, to pursue what's a win, 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 win situation. And like, y'all, here we are. So, um, so just stay true to you, keep pushing forward. You can definitely accomplish what it is that you are trying to get in life. And so keep going. I'm proud of you. I love that. Love Love it. All right. I'm going to squeeze in this last segment before we have to go. I, I really wanted to bring this to the conversation because I know as a lot of, uh, millennials and elder millennials like myself, uh, we've all grown up with uh, Britney Spears, and I don't know if anybody has seen the recent video of her. She was like, she does all those dancing videos, and she was like dancing recently with knives. You know, it's like I didn't see that one. Yeah, and that to me was like, you know, I it it really bothers me that so many people, especially ones that grew up listening to her music and idolizing her are now so judgmental. And I know she has a wonderful support system of people who are advocating for her. You know, I know she was under like the conservatorship with her family and they were basically in control of her. And now that that's all washed, I feel as if, you know, she's kind of just off the rails at this point. And I I just don't know, you know, like, what's the deal? Who is who's going to finally stand up for this woman? You know, I, and you see this so often in the entertainment industry, which is why, like, you know, with their mental health, you know, it's like a lot of them are used as puppets. And then, you know, they get they get thrown through the ringer and then they just get hung out to dry. And I just feel like she is a woman that was, you know, is so much and she still is so much, you know, and she's, I feel like she's lost herself and I just really, she's been on my heart recently and I wanted to bring it up. You know, I seen that video of her and I just, I wish I, I wish I could reach out to her, but I, you know, it just, it really burns me up that so many people have gained off of her, you know, and everything that she's done through her career and entertainment. And now she's at this point in her life where she clearly needs help and nobody is willing to really help her, you know? So it's it's like, I don't know what the deal is with her, but I don't know. I just wanted to like bring that up and send my well wishes and see if anybody else was wondering the same thing because the, the knife video kind of freaked me out a little bit. Yeah, girl, I certainly haven't seen the knife one. Um, I'll, I'll definitely have to check it out. But this whole situation, it, it really brings to attention you know, what we do as human beings and as women is we make it easy to look at others and say, oh, they're better than me because X, Y, Z. And then we put this like limited mindset on ourselves um, based on things that aren't even facts. We don't even know, you know, so there are so many people that say, oh, I need to have more followers or more riches or more fame. But just because you have these things doesn't 
make you automatically happy or automatically living your best life or you know it, it doesn't directly correlate and this is a really good opportunity to be able to point out that yeah we're all different and we internalize things differently and you can have all these things but based on your surroundings if you don't have the right environment whether that's you not going to the right places or um, being mindful and intentional with the people that you're hanging out with or um you know well she's you know, doing the dressing herself, but um, your internal environment, putting things that make you feel good and confident with who you are um, and, and how you talk to yourself, how you internalize things on the inside, that makes the entire difference of the quality of life that you live. So that's the E of Vogue. But, but Brittany, you know, she is such a classic in so many ways, especially for us um, 80s babies <laughs> um, that, you know, grew up with her always hearing her on the radio and on MTV and all that, you know. So she is just one of those that um, send her, you know, love and positive energy and hopefully she'll be able to you know, she clearly has a lot of self-love, <laughs> you know, and confidence. It just needs that, you know, fortification maybe. So, yeah. Yeah. I just hope that a woman that, you know, has given so much to so many people is finally at a space where somebody can give to her in terms of the help that she needs so that she can turn the page from this chapter that she's currently in. And I know it'll just be a season for her. I'm praying that it is just a season for her because, you know, she has her kids and, but, you know, she's, she's accomplished so much in life. And um, I know this will be something that she'll be able to accomplish too, so that she can get better back into a better mindset and live her life doing the things that she so deserves to be doing, you know, because she's worked. I, I just feel like she's at a point where she's burnt out fed up and you know just had her life controlled by so many people i'm sure she probably lost herself in that process you know i remember back in like what was it the early 2000s when she like shaved her head yeah, just yeah, like you know she's been through so much and i feel like she's been struggling for so long to just find herself and just be independent um, so I hope she finds that. So Brittany, we're cheering on for you. I hope if you're listening to this, if you're listening to this, <laughs> but if you are, um, you know, just know that we love you and we're all rooting for you. But all right, I'm going to wrap it up there. Ashley, Colin, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a wonderful conversation. For those of you listening, be sure to check out our sponsors again, the Freshworks of Fort Richmond. The link is in the description. And until next time, girlfriends, stay inspired. Thank you so much for listening, Bestie. If you love what you heard, spread the word. Screenshot this episode and post it on your social media. Don't forget to tag your girl. If you would like to show some further love, give this podcast a review over on iTunes. And be sure to follow our Staying Inspired Podcast Community Facebook page. I'm super grateful for each and every one of you. Together, we create that next level self. Till next time, stay inspired.